Hey, how's it going, everyone? Grant Cohn here. And the 49ers just lost. Lost their second game in a row. They're 5-2. and two. I wonder, do they still think they're really good? Do they still think they're head and shoulders better than the rest of the league? Because two weeks ago, it was like, man, let's just give the Niners the Lombardi Trophy already. They're 5-0. and oh. They've proven it. By far the best team in the league in September. Let's just give them the Lombardi Trophy. Now you just lost to two teams that came into the game with losing records. And it's, you gotta, like, before we start blaming individual people, I think we gotta look big picture and ask, is there something wrong with the 49ers? And the answer is yes. There is something wrong with the 49ers. I mean, they scored 17 points this week. What they score last week? 17 points. There's something wrong with the 49ers. Their defense is messed up. Their offense is messed up. They're special. The whole thing. And what's funny is, they acted like they proved something starting 5-0. and Beating the, the Cowboys was such an accomplishment for them. They beat Dallas. Wow. By a lot. Then they messed around with the Browns. Started the fight before the game. 12 penalties. They missed field goals. You know the story. They, they lose. They beat themselves against Cleveland. And then, we start hearing about how focused the 49ers are. I read an article that the Niners responded to their loss in Cleveland like champions. The way they responded to their loss in Cleveland proves that they are championship caliber team. The players themselves were talking about it. Talanoa Hafunga said that it was almost a good loss to the Browns. Kyle Juszczyk said that essentially it was a good loss because when, you, when you're so accustomed to winning all the time, like the 49ers are, that sometimes you need a loss so that you really get that wake-up call and focus in and dial in on the details. And the, the, uh, the internal logic there is that, yeah, the, the Niners should have beaten the Browns and would have beaten the Browns, could have beaten the Browns, but it's better almost that they lost. Because that'll focus the Niners the rest of the season. And they won't have any more performances like that. Like, yeah, sure, Jake Moody should have hit that field goal at the end of the Cleveland game. The Niners should have won, but they didn't. And that's good. Because now they're going to take their revenge out on Minnesota. That's what's going to happen. But that didn't happen. No, there was no wake-up call. They played really sloppy they were unprepared against Cleveland, and then they were really sloppy and unprepared against a Vikings team that didn't have Justin Jefferson. So now it's a trend. Now you've lost two games in a row. And now it's like their whole attitude is we're the best team in the league. We're so much better than everyone. Sometimes we beat ourselves. Sometimes we get fly a little too close to the sun. Sometimes we need to humble ourselves and come back down to earth. It's a real arrogant way to, to think, right? Like, even when you lose, your ego is huge. Hey, you know, like, I needed that. I can take that loss. Give me another one. Because I'm so good. I need to humble myself. I'm just so amazing. It's like, nah, man, you just lost to two kind of weak teams. And now you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, maybe I'm not as good as I thought. Maybe the defensive coordinator isn't that good. Maybe the head, maybe the quarterback isn't that good. Maybe the running backs worn down. Maybe the left tackles passes prime. Maybe this team isn't as good as it thinks it is. I don't know. They can prove it. They have a lot of games left. But all of a sudden, you're looking at this team like, can Cincinnati beat them? 
I mean, if Minnesota can beat the 49ers, can Cincinnati beat them? Can Tampa Bay beat them? Can Baltimore beat them? Can Jacksonville beat them? Can Seattle beat them? If if the Vikings can beat the 49ers, they never trailed in this game. I don't know. It's just like we were we were talking two weeks ago that this team might go undefeated. Now it's like, man, any game is a is a freaking adventure now. You can't you can't write off any opponent against the Niners right now. If Kirk Cousins can play this well against this team, Kirk Cousins look like Peyton Manning in this game. It's true. Let's take some super chats. There's a lot of them. Suchin says, Grant, I am sad. I can't stand losing. You didn't lose, Suchin. You did not lose. James Monk, five bucks. Thank you. Michael Mock, Grant rubbing his palms and looking at his lips like Birdman. Whatever. I didn't lose. Mark Soto says, we have seen the story before. Grant says, 2019 Niners get hot again and then fall short come January when it counts. They ain't fooling me. They just seem like they're, they take their foot off the gas too soon every year. Saul Goodman. This year they did it in October. Saul Goodman says DC kicker and possible Purdy are all major liabilities. Imagine if JJ played tonight. It would have been a massacre. Fur, Nan, Doe, basic hot dog, no bun, says definitely uh, deaf today, abysmal, no adjustments. Defense today, abysmal, no adjustments. Blitz four with no pressure, no stunts to get home. DB's left on island to get smoked. Kyle, no run today, all pass. Yeah, I was talking about the stunts earlier this year, and I was like, well, maybe he's not calling them to like contain mobile quarterbacks. It's freaking Kirk Cousins, man. You can't think of any, you can't, there's nothing in your playbook that can generate some pressure. Wilkes is trash, says Ethan M. Ray Histo says Shanahan finally getting exposed for being arrogant and not investing in the offensive line. Banana hands is overrated. David Trinidad says, what question can you ask Kyle that will piss him off immensely about this loss? I don't know. I'll think about it. Suzuki Pazuki says, who's in the hot seat if the Super Bowl is not won this year? Purdy. Wilkes. Moody. Grant, it's money time, says Aaron Thornhill. Wicked Curse says, why on both Purdy interceptions, both had penalties? First one pass interference, second one illegal contact, and both weren't called. Boy, you're good. I didn't see that. Michael Brown, Brock isn't the type of guy you want when down late. No. Thought he was the next Joe Montana, though. Nathan Flores says, no way we're getting the number one seed playing like this. Steve Wilkes' defense is atrocious. 450 yards by the defense with no Justin Jefferson. Shake my head. No D-line pressure. Secondary is bad. Need to make a trade ASAP. I hate yogurt. Who hates yogurt? Armstead does that little stupid sack dance, stay hungry, my friends, or whatever. Meanwhile, his sack stats have been starving, and Lynch actually paid him half a sack for the season. Boxing fan times four says, horrible defensive calling. Also, those last couple games, Brock has looked like Jimmy G. Agree. Jonathan Garcia says, don't understand why we can't throw downfield against sideline. If Purdy going to throw a pick anyways, and refs giving out PI calls like the Oprah show. <laughs> Santos Camacho, the third new member. Thank you. Dark Ranger seven. Where is the fear from our D-like years past? It left with D'Amico. That's where. With these weapons on D, Wilkes should be ashamed of himself. 400-plus yards allowed his first first Vikings punt in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Yeah, I don't know what's up with this defense, man. L Loner Incognito says, ever since Kittle pulled out his shirt, Niners been going downhill. Lost confidence in the Niners. Super Bowl chances this season. Do you believe in football karma? Do you believe in karma at all? If you do, that was bad karma. The t-shirt thing. Funny box 5544 says, Grant, I hate watching when the Niners win, but damn, I love watching you when they lose. Thanks, man. I'm trying to keep it composed here tonight. Two bucks from you. I don't know how to pronounce your name. Nassim, I'm not hitting the panic button just yet. When? Tomorrow? Young Montana says, member for, is, has been a member for 25 months. Thank you. Kev F, Niners are the hardened rockets of the NFL. That's 
kind of true. Keneal Mason, these Brock picks gave me Jimmy PTSD. Uh-oh. We need to call uh, old bad gold. <laughs> Steven Larder, defense is trash. D-chip, two bucks. Dave Barclay, what the? Andrew Penaloza. Hey, Grant, we need to trade for anyone and everyone that could help. BTW look like a ketchup bottle, but still look like a cutie patootie. Bye, Grant. Thanks. Brother Bob, Iglet, we lost to the Browns and Vikes backups. I can't. I didn't lose. You didn't lose. I, I didn't lose. You didn't lose. Niners been acting like champs too much. Well, they're the champs of September. You you got to give them that. Keneal Mason. Also, we lost because we didn't play Mason. Why is he not? Why didn't they? Why don't they play Jordan Mason? It's because we it's because he told them to. Is it me or do players that get the bag don't play to their potential Bosa, Kittle, Debo? It's not you. It's them. All right. Can we be honest about Brock Purdy yet? He was a great story. And when he was on that run, you, you had to really humor him. Like, you like forget what you see. Just look at the box score, and he's the next Joe Montana. And we really talked like he might be the next Joe Montana. But, but – the one thing that people had actually seen Joe Montana kept mentioning, like my dad, he covered the whole Joe Montana experience. He was like, yeah, yeah. Like maybe physically, like maybe if you really squint really hard, you might see some similarities between Joe Montana and Brock Purdy. But the, what made Joe Joe were the comebacks. Not a weak arm. It was he was losing, he won. And he did it all the time. Now, I was born in 1988, so I don't remember, the, but I've heard stories. Joe Montana, losing, still would win. Would come back. Big games. I think he won four Super Bowls. So, Brock had to prove that. Because he's always playing with the lead. He's always winning. His team is always better than the other team. This game, he still had a better team than the opponent. Freaking Vikings. But, he was losing. Losing the whole time. But the game was close. And in the fourth quarter, he had two different drives where he was down five with the opportunity to lead the game-winning touchdown drive. Two chances. And I'm not saying Joe Montana would have knocked that out every single time in his career. But you gave him back-to-back -back chances against the same mediocre defense, down five? Joe Montana most likely would get one touchdown in that scenario. Steve Young! most likely would get one touchdown in that scenario. Jeff Garcia, most likely would get one touchdown in that scenario. Brock, apparently not. I mean, when the pressure was really on and it was time for him to be a hero and lead a team from behind against a team that's not the Raiders, all of a sudden, he turned into Jimmy Garoppolo. It's like Scooby-Doo where they find the bad guy and he's got a mask on to take the mask off. It was Jimmy Garoppolo all along. He threw two picks on the last two drives to the same safety. All of a sudden, it's like Brock Purdy thinks he's that guy. He thinks he's Joe Montana. He's going out there trying to make plays that he can't make, man. Dude, stay within yourself. You are the checkdown king. You are the dink and dunk champion. You've gotten so far doing that. Don't try to do too much because what's happening with Brock is he's starting to throw picks. He threw two in this game, one in last game, and the other game against the Browns. There were two other passes that could have been picked. This is why the interceptions he threw in training camp, I think, were newsworthy. A lot of people just scoffed at him and said they shouldn't even be mentioned. Well, what he did at the end of this game is what he did in training camp all the time. It's been an issue now two games in a row.
And if Brock Purdy comes back down to earth and isn't an elite quarterback, it's going to be, be because of turnovers. He's accurate enough. He has good anticipation. But that anticipation led to one of the intercepts, the first one. He anticipated Jawan Jennings making a break and being open, but he wasn't, and he threw the ball right to the safety. Second one, he extended a play like he thought he was Patrick Mahomes and threw the ball down the field right to the same safety. So it's like, I don't know, man, maybe he maybe he thinks, maybe he believes what all of his supporters have been saying about him, that he's the truth, that he's the real deal. He didn't look like the real deal today or last game. He looks like he's been kind of wet, bad the last two games. Two games in a row, he's been kind of bad. And he got all those excuses against the Browns, like, oh, the Browns, their defense is just the greatest defense of all time. They give up 38 points to Gardner Minshew and the Colts this week. So I don't know about that. And then the freaking Vikings defense. Now, if Christian McCaffrey doesn't fumble, if Jake Booty makes a field goal, maybe Brock Purdy looks better. But honestly, on his own, does he look like the real deal to you right now? Does he look like a franchise quarterback? It looks like if you start taking away some of these all pros on offense, if the defense isn't the best defense in the league, you see him for what he is. A guy who's good, but not good enough. At least not the last two weeks. Again, he had a, he had two chances, not one, two chances to be a hero against a mediocre defense. And he didn't just like punt or not get the first. He threw picks to the same safety. If Jimmy did that, you'd be laughing at him. You're not laughing at Brock because he hasn't done it before. But I've seen him do this in training camp so many times. It's concerning to me because I've seen this Brock Purdy before. I feel like this is who Brock Purdy is. And he hasn't really faced a real test, but he's had tests the last two weeks. And all of a sudden, these issues are coming out. He's not in cruise control anymore. He's in close games. And what's he doing? Throwing picks. Just like his predecessor, he just holds the ball a little bit longer before he throws the pick. Or he throws the pick with anticipation. He anticipates where the safety is going to be, which is impressive. I'm not trying to be snarky about Brock Purdy, but I think, like, you haven't been allowed to tell the truth about Brock Purdy since he started playing, which is about a year ago. I think it's it's time. We've seen it two games in a row. He's lost back-to-back games. And in these games, he has looked ordinary at best. Ordinary best. Not like a quarterback you need to give $40 million a year to or who's going to win a Super Bowl or going to be an MVP. The best quarterback on the roster right now. But, man, if he loses again next week to the to the Bengals and he throws a couple picks, what are they going to do with him? He's getting to that point. Everyone assumed he was going to bounce. People remember Hey, you know, if he plays poorly against, if he plays poorly against the Vikings, well, you, know, you never know what could happen to him, but he won't. Everyone expects Brock Purdy to bounce back. He didn't. He didn't. Debo's not going to be there next week. We don't know about Trent Williams. What if he loses to Cincinnati three in a row and throws some picks? At what point does Kyle Shanahan give the next Steve Young a chance? I'm telling you, Brock Purdy is not the next Joe Montana. Sorry. You got the next Steve Young on the bench. When's he going to get his chance? Jake Moody saved his job with that 55-yard field goal attempt. Field goal make. Purdy's going to need to play well against Cincinnati. His job is not locked in. He's had two bad ones in a row. 
That's the beginning of a trend. Let's see if it's a real trend. Santos, got you. Brandon Stalkup says Moody needed that long field goal when he missed that first one. It was looking rocky for his career. Agree. Geo Dude says, once again, they overpay a guy and he has a down year. Agree. Brother Bob says, you were cool with Lance. Can he return? I think that bridge has been burned. Justin Cheeseman says, word is out if the Niners lose one offensive player. Kyle can't coach and can't play from behind. Said since the start, Wilkes is trash. Kyle's a genius, man. What are you talking about? Fern 79, 199. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to wear red anymore. I do look like a uh, ketchup. Ray Histo, complete overuse of McCaffrey injured last week and then plays easily. 97% of this, all the snaps, complete negligence. Agree. Dave Barclay, Kyle, you're awesome. Don't play Mason. David Trinidad says, Purdy spiral say we're uglier than last week. Do you agree? I do agree. Ray Histo says, McKivitz is dog water. Ethan M says, new quarterback, same problems. The nuances in coaching this year have been awful. As a, There's been a common denominator over the years. His name is Kyle. Use check. 808 Niners says, BP the little engine that could until he couldn't. Dave Barclay, fire Kyle. A.K.A. Wapo. There's a dollar. Brother Bob says, Purdy is not him. People need to stop. Yeah, you, PP. Ryan Holmes says, is Kirk Cousins available? No. Fern79 says, let's not panic. We still got Steve Young on the bench. Trying to tell you. Wave9 says, Grant, didn't I ask if Brock's success was sustainable? Brock ain't it, and I knew it. Next Joe Montana, we choke like the Cowboys only a later. Kai Def Skywalker says, Brock is the Knicks. Jeremy Lennon got exposed. Chase McDude says, there is no hot seat or pressure when you're prematurely extending your GM and head coach despite them not winning anything. Yeah, giving Kyle Shanahan that extension after like three or four games was great for this team. Exactly what the Niners wanted to do. Take your foot off the gas. Romilia Sports Report. Maybe Purdy gets jersey colorblind at the end of games. Possible. Dave Barclay says, Jesse, I know you're watching. Touche. Ha, 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 ha. Burndog79 says, anyone notice that the pink cloud burst when Trent went down against the Browns? Even the defense seems to be down, knowing our offense can't score. Reminiscent of what happened in the Eagles game. True. Neil says, I no catch in the second half. Sad. Joseph Stockbridge, leadership needs to take ownership for a failed game plan and inability to adjust. Brock seems to do his best while in control. He needs more LaRussell. Saul Good Goodman says, good thing we bailed on Trey Lance and traded him. Karma, the cap, Vic, 127, says, sweater matching the couch. Who has red couches? What's wrong with the red couch? It's, there's a lot of color in this room. Yo, James Monk says, spot on, Grant, in the end, like the Harbaugh era Niners, the team is great, but will never win a Super Bowl because of quarterback deficiency. Dave Barkley, not betting on Niners or anything after tonight. That's smart. Basic hot dog. No bun says, if Kyle is down, he ain't come back. Archimedes Blankenship, Brock Purdy, psh, more like not Hemdy. Dark Ranger 7 says, can we trade for a new D coordinator before the deadline? No. King Geo says, this loss is on you, Grant QC. Didn't tell Kyle that Ward is not good. Ward sucks. Also, Purdy finally got exposed. Sad, but all true. Nassim says, early and late turnovers. Low chance of coming out with a win. Learn from mistakes, and we'll be just fine. Free Palestine. Anoop Swaminath says Wilkes doesn't understand how to coach this defense. Big problem. Kyle itching to bring in Sam Darnold. We all know it. Team sprays perfume on itself. Jay Lamore played well. Movement to right tackle. BP equals trash. All right. Let's talk Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes really got. Um, Steve Wilkes was awful in this game. He's not necessarily a bad defensive coordinator, but he's been bad two weeks in a row. And he was really, I mean, first of all, where is your pass rush, Steve? It hasn't been here all year. From Nick Bosa to Eric Armstead, talk about the pass rush in 
a little bit later. But the pass rush is not there. The blitzes don't work. The stunts are not creative. Um, how do you have Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, Javon uh, Hargrave, and have no pass rush? No sacks against a team with no run game and Kirk Cousins? Like, the quarterback wasn't even trying to move. So there's that. There's no adjustments. I mean, what happened at the end of the first half was a living end. Third and six with 16 seconds left in the first half. And you blitz. Like, no disrespect, Steve, but wh what are you trying to accomplish there? If it's third and six with 10 minutes left, yeah, blitz there. Because what you're thinking is, you know, if the blitz gets home, we'll force a check down, we'll rally, and we'll make the tackle. 16 seconds left, forget the first down, man. Just don't give up a touchdown. And you did. 60, there were six, they weren't even in field goal range. There were 60 yards. And you blitzed. Traven went to town on you for that. Gave up, you gave up 450 something yards to a Vikings offense with no Justin Jefferson. Jordan Addison left the game. TJ Hawkinson was in and out. How can you have that much talent on a defense and defend nothing well? How does that happen? And remember, the Niners could have had Vic Fangio theoretically, but they didn't want to let him make changes to the defense. God forbid, because it's so good the way it is. So Fangio went to Miami and Wilkes comes here to run someone else's defense, this wide nine thing that he's never done, he has no ownership of. And so when this doesn't work and Kyle Shannon gets mad at him after the game or the next day, Steve's like, well, I mean, I'm just running what you told me to run. I'm just doing what you told me to do. Like, you wouldn't let me do it my way. I have to do it this way. Not a good setup. It's not a good setup at all. This guy is real positioned right now to be the scapegoat of the team. And I think their issues are bigger than Steve Wilkes, but right now he's a big issue. They never should have gave up that touchdown at the end of the first half. And if you think about it, that was the difference in the game. All they had to do was not give up a touchdown. They had 60 yards of field in 16 seconds. Just don't give up a touchdown and you win. But you gave up a touchdown. You don't give up a touchdown there, you win by two. Give up a touchdown there, you lose by five. That's the game. So, yeah, Purdy... Two picks, Steve Wilkes, that decision, that lost them a game. Going from D'Amico Ryans to Steve Wilkes is a huge downgrade. And if they if they lose and struggle again against Cincinnati, which is very possible, what are they going to do about Steve Wilkes at the bye week? You can't fire him, but can they help him out? I don't know. Maybe call up Robert Sala, get some advice. Maybe they could call up Robert Sell. All right, real quick, I gotta I gotta tell you guys about today's. Hold on, hold on. Today's sponsor. Just a second. Video file. Boom, boom. Frustrating ticket buying experience. Maybe you weren't sure if the seats were good. You couldn't find last minute tickets. There were no good deals, etc. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets for your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Here's some things I like about the Game Time app experience. Last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, 
easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, views from all seats in the venue, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, etc. Here's what's nice about the GameTime app. They're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for big time savings. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code Iggy for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IGGY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, back to the show. Thank you, Game Time. Let's talk about the Niners' pass rush. This was supposed to be the uh, best unit on the team. They're giving franchise quarterback money to Nick Bosa. They're giving Okay, so Nick Bosa's making like $35 million a year. Javon Hargrave's making like 20 something million dollars a year, 18, 18 million dollars a year, and so is Eric Armstead. And right now Nick Bosa has two and a half sacks, Eric Armstead has half of the sack, and Javon Hargrave has has three. Is this all Steve Wilkes' fault or are these three guys going to take any responsibility? For having no pass rush. If this group is overrated, where is this team going? On paper, you were looking at this pass rush as like, man, this is as good or better than the one that took him to the Super Bowl. But look, Javon Hargrave is good. He's not DeForest Buckner. He's not. Eric Armstead is good, but he has half a sack. Half a sack through seven games. Nick Bosa is great, but he's not producing like they pay him to. And, I mean, Randy Gregory, he's all right. Cleveland Farrell, he's not doing anything. Drake Jackson, is he still on the team? I don't even know. I don't even know what he does on this team. But it's a big problem. The Niners spend essentially no money on their offensive line. They'll spend on the left tackle, no one else. They won't spend on their quarterback. Why? So they can spend through the nose on their defensive line so they can have studs at all four spots and have depth. But when you come into Minnesota and your worst position group is the defensive line, you're in trouble. I mean, the only guy on the defensive line who made a play today was like Kevin Givens. He had a nice tackle to goal line. Armstead did nothing. Nick Bosa did nothing. Javon Hargrave, did nothing. Randy Gregory did nothing. J Javon Kinlaw did nothing. Cleland Farrell did nothing. I don't understand. Something is wrong when the, the position that you've put in all your resources into gives you nothing. What is up with Nick Bosa, man? Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, three guys making a ton of money. Three guys who kind of went through the motions tonight against Kirk Cousins, man. They made him look like he was Tom Brady. What happened? 
If I were to tell you before the game that Kirk Cousins would drop back 45 times or whatever and the Niners would sack him no times, you would disagree with me. You'd be like, Grant, you can't just go online and just start saying crazy stuff because you have a YouTube channel. But that's what happened. I can't account for it. I cannot account for it. Dave Barclay says, look at Grant burn through these super chats. <laughs> I'm hungry. I haven't eaten dinner yet. Doris Avila Wakayama says, so should it be uh, on predictable caution for skipping out on quarterbacks that would have most likely already gotten us at least one Super Bowl? Yes. It's Nick for real says, I think Kirk played so well because he was trying to audition for Kyle to trade for him. Uh, new office. Well, the other office is just uh, out of commission for a second. I'll be back. I'll be back. Francisco says, trend is losses if Grant doesn't attend. Grant MVP. Yeah, I mean, you want to stop losing? Fly me out on the team plane. So is Sharp right about Purdy Garoppolo? Uh, yes. Most penalized team in the league coaching. Ethan, are they the most penalized team in the league? That's not good. Chase McDude says 0-36 under Shanahan when trailing by 8-plus points in the fourth quarter. That is not good. Niners have lost 37 straight. Only Panthers have longer streak at 45 straight. That's terrible. 808-Niner, tell AA to do what he did in 2019. Just run into the line with his big wingspan and hold the O-line so Bosa can run and stunt and get some sacks. They need Robert Sala back so bad. Kravitron says couch is great. More worried about the clown. I like the clown. Maybe it's says something about me. You've been there one year. Why your Peyton's on the floor? Man, leave my Peyton's alone. Niner fan 85 says, Grant, I couldn't watch the game well because uh, I was working. But from the little I could see is that the Niners are in shambles. Should we Niner fans be worried? Because I am a little. Yeah, you should be worried. They thought they needed a, a good loss. Now they got two good losses in a row. Should extend Kyle Lynch again. They deserve it, brother Bob. CB Niners member for 26 months. Mass martyrs because you weren't there cheerleading, Grant. <laughs> Only Fernando can save this season. Yeah, Fernando's not walking through that door easy, yo. Eric from uh, Megaton says, why the hell is McCaffrey the only one getting carries? I don't know. 22 points is now insurmountable. Welcome to Jimmy 2.0 season. Kirk puts up the same numbers Burrow does, says a dude with a bunch of different letters in his name. Chance 099 says, does Kyle have control of his team? Not particularly. Jay Rivera, member for 22 months. That's nice. Tortomasta says, this team is soft. No leadership, maturity, or accountability. Embarrassing performance from top to bottom. Benching Bosa could be the message. Benching Bosa would be the thing to do, for sure. Zay Torres says, Wilkes getting his blitzes off of Madden. Saul Goodman says, offense is starting to look pretty double. Jeremy Price says, lose twice, and these folks already calling him Brock Turdy. Uh, we're getting 12 wins this season. Just wait. All right, Jeremy. Plumbing God 42 says, I'll be excited to watch this team again when there is something in the air that night. The stars will be bright. The return. Fernando. Last topic. Christian McCaffrey is worn down. The Niners, the head coach, who is a genius, had a very, very clever, creative idea heading into this season. And it was give the ball to McCaffrey all the time. That's what he does. He calls into play and he's like, okay, this time we're going to give the ball to McCaffrey. And if you don't like the look, I want you to check to a handoff to, to McCaffrey. Okay. That's what we're going to do. And he did that over and over and over again. And it worked for a while. And now he's been bad three games in a row, three yards of carry. Last week was like two something yards of carry. Before that was like three something yards of carry. He's completely worn down. The offensive line isn't good. He has to do it all by himself. He's injured. He fumbled early in the game. That was a big difference in the game. 
He scored two touchdowns, and everyone's talking about, you know, wow, he's had touchdowns in 16 straight games. Like, he's Jerry Rice. But in setting that record, attaining that record, he's running on empty, and it's still October. Running on empty. Is that a Tom Petty song? Runner on empty. Christian McCaffrey. All because the team doesn't trust Jordan Mason. Didn't play him in this game. Kyle, do we have to really do reverse psychology with you? Kyle, don't play Jordan Mason. Whatever you do, don't ever give the ball to your running back who's averaging six yards a carry. Don't do that. He's too good. Keep giving the ball to Elijah Mitchell, who goes backwards. What do you, he lost a yard this week and three yards last week. He lost three yards last week. So he's lost four yards in the last two games. Yeah, keep giving the ball to Elijah Mitchell. Keep running Christian McCaffrey in the ground. See where you go. I think it's a great strategy. I think you're doing a really good job. I'm trying not to be snarky, but it just, we've been talking about the Christian McCaffrey thing all year. Hey, you know, one thing that could really derail this season is overusing McCaffrey. That's something you can control. Don't do it. You did it. And now he's gotten bottled up three games in a row. He had that nice catch in the flat today. But other than that, he couldn't run the ball efficiently. And he's hurt. This team feels like it peaked in September. They peaked and then everyone got an extension. And now they're a sloppy team that thinks they need a wake up. How many wake up calls in a row do they need? I don't know. Poor Christian. He wanted this. He's complicit in this. The Niners didn't force him to stay on the field. He's the guy telling Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason, no, I'm good. All right, man. Well, you're over your average like three yards of carry. So maybe you, maybe you should take a day off. Maybe you're hurt. Maybe instead of ruining your yards per carry average this year and, and not winning offensive, because you're not going to win offensive player of the year playing like this. Take a week. Let Jordan Mason play. Let him live. I don't know. That's just how I feel. Be cruising 302 says there's Travis and Tay Tay. Soon it will be Kyle and Kirk Fernando. The capped Vic, the capped Vic 127 says JK bro, all love needed needed to hear you. Love Krug, but he's too positive. Lombardi, I'm not saying that. Lombardi's Lombardi's my guy. Zay Torres says oblique boy can't save the season again. It's over. Rick James says you get off on our losses. You a bum. Thanks, man. <laughs> no Mason corners getting torched. I miss McGlinchey. HB Nate 55 says Wilkes is not it. Where is Mason? Why only CMC? Boss tricked these guys. Thomas Dela Cruz says Vikings ones because they Vikings won because they played Creed in the locker room. Always a good choice. Psych. Dave Barclay. I got my I got CMC jersey and scream Mason's name every game. Nee says 0-2 since Grant hasn't traveled to away games. They took their foot off the gas when I'm not there. I'm trying to say we need a serious conversation about these DBs. Traverius Ward is ain't it. He ain't as good as he used to be. Plumbing God 42 says Kirk took on the defense with, <laughs> with arms wide open. <laughs> and whoop they ass. It's Nick for real says, are you a bigger Mason fan or Dwelly fan? Dwelly caught a pass today and I didn't even say it. He never drops it. Uh, I'm equal. Equal. Bring back Ken Dorsey and Dennis Erickson to save the season. Saul Goodman says September Lombardi trophy. Woohoo. Uh, the captain. BT up. Thanks for saying name. Only took seven super chats. The capped Vic 127. I'm trying. Jeremy Price. LOL. Did Kyle blush every time Kirk made a good throw? I'm pumped. Pumped for you and Pop Show tomorrow. Me too, man. Pumped. Rick James. Remember when you said you wouldn't be a scum with that? Rick, 
Why don't you go have a Coke and a smile, man? Zay Torres says, in all seriousness, we need you out there, Grant. Well, I, you know what? They need, to, they need to work out their adversity without me. I can't fight their battles for them the rest of their lives. Adam, Kyle says it's time for the kid from the, <laughs> time for the, kid from the sixth cent. Purdy kind of looks like that guy, grown up. Vikings came out with the boombox like two like Browns did. Did they really? Are we are the Niners getting uh we getting uh, trolled like that? Brock Purdy Brock Purdy kind of looks like Malcolm in the Middle grown up. Doesn't he? Malcolm in the Middle. Grant called it. Can I just remind my people when everyone's making fun of me about talking about Brock Purdy's interceptions in camp? Way too many people taking victory laps in September, including the Niners. That's a let. Let that be a lesson to you. I don't have much wisdom in this world on it on this earth, but I do know that it's stupid as hell to take a victory lap after four or five games of a season. And that's what the Niners did. And content creators and fans is like, come on. So I call that. MD2020 says, was Brock Bethard playing today? <laughs> LOL. Justin Cheeseman, do you see us going 5-3 and three into the bye? I haven't decided, but it's possible. Plumagot42 says, remember when Grant Cone showed up at halftime and helped the Niners win the Bourbon Bowl? Do ya? Waterboy. Derek Burr, how are we really sure uh, How are we really sure up the back end for a playoff push? Wardland are good until, uh, well, they're not. Are there any trades quick and easy? Jalen Johnson, Patrick Sertan, they could get a corner. They might have to. Look for the Niners to look for a corner. Look for the Niners to look for into getting a corner who can look for the ball. Look for that. Okay. That's the show. I'm going to eat dinner. It's late. Thank you for watching. I'll be back tomorrow with my dad to really break down where the Niners stand heading into their final game before the bye week. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Have a good night. You didn't lose. Remember that. Tell yourself that. It wasn't you. It wasn't you.